Hello. 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 Host. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. I feel like we should introduce ourselves because I feel like we haven't done it in a while. And we're like almost uh, 30 episodes in, I think, maybe. Uh, okay, you go first. Hi, my name is Latifa. I enjoy Court TV. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, I enjoy Court TV, naps, and ignoring text messages. Wow, bitch. True. I know, right? Uh, what's up, y'all? It's Calvin. <laughs> Um, what should, what should I say? What <laughs> I up, bitches? <laughs> what up, demons? It's me, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much me. Um, what do I enjoy? I like fish. <laughs> I like butterflies, plants. I like nature. I'm a nature hoe. <laughs> yeah, nature hoe. It's funny. So I was logging on, and I like in my head. You remember that theme? Well, it wasn't really a theme song. You remember on the Simple Life, Paris and Nicole would sing that. Stand up, that's what I was singing in my head while I was walking on. Fun fact, I used to watch The Simple Life a lot. Yeah, me too. Trendy. That's hot, I miss it. Anyway, um, how's your week been? Um, it's been okay. It's been like kind of busy, actually. Same, I feel like this went... The f- beginning of the week went by like super slow, and then it was like Wednesday, and I was like, what is... Fr- no, it's Thursday today. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. I wish, but whatever. It's fine. I can right. get a good handle one more day. What are you obsessed with, How? One of my obsessions this week. Um, This week, I feel like I told you something else the other day, but then I was like, no. Um, I've been obsessed. <laughs> sounds so bad. And Kelvin's, I know exactly what Kelvin's going to say. Um, I've been obsessed with quick trip food. <laughs> Ew, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Their food is good. Like what is good for me? They have like good chicken tenders. I got a chicken sandwich. I've gotten like potato wedges. Like, I don't know. I just, I think I have like an unhealthy love for Quick Trip at this point. Yeah. I, I well, okay. I do love potato wedges. Yeah, I don't know. They're really good. Say. Oh, and their pizza. Oh my gosh, I love Quick Trip pizza. Oh my god, bitch, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh my god, gourmet. <laughs> no, honestly, I would rather eat Quick Trip pizza over Little Caesars. I mean, that's not saying a lot, but yeah, I was like, mm, that's not okay. I don't know. I just she said, really I'd like... rather eat out of a dumpster than a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I stand Quick Trip. Quick Trip, if you're listening, please sponsor me. I want gas. Please. Oh no, God. I just, I don't know. I love Quick Trip. I, I've heard uh, their chicken is good. Their like chicken their fried is chicken? good. Yeah, I got the, I haven't had the fried chicken yet, but I've had the chicken tenders a couple times. And there are literally times where I'm like driving home from work and I'm like, I pass all the Quick Trips on the way home and I'm like, should I stop? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be hungry. Do I want to cook later? I'm like, oh my gosh, just go get pizza. And the other day, I literally left the house to go get pizza from Quick Trip. And I was like, I love you God. here. Is it like a whole pizza or like a slice? I get the slices. I get a sausage and pepperoni slice and I love it. Work. Yeah, that's oh what I've been, <laughs> <that's what laughs> been obsessed with this week. <laughs> um, I have been loser. obsessed with um, Crystal Light. Um, what year is it? Two thousand eight. Yeah, because um, bitch, you know I hate fucking drinking water. Yeah, and do you get the fruit punch flavor? A bitch, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, right now, I have the berry sangria one. It's like it's not the um, the powder. It's like the liquid drop version. Oh, like a mio type of thing. Like a what? Mio. Mio is like the you like squirt it into your water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. So it makes it taste good, and it's like I don't know how it's no calories, but it's no calories. <laughs> what? Which I'm like, I'm not sure how that. It's like no sugar, no calories. It's like what is it then? water i guess i don't know i don't know like flavor but okay whatever anyway so it's really good it helps me drink water all the fucking time good um, another, another thing i've been obsessed with is this right here which is the v8 plus energy black cherry flavor i like so, how you said this right here as if like anybody i'm see. holding it right now you guys can you can you hear it Ew. i have a glass of wine so <laughs> Um, yeah so like at work they have a fridge and they like buy snacks and stuff so this is one of the things that they bought this week um and it's really good and it has like caffeine in it and stuff Mm -hmm. which i never drink caffeine but i like the flavor of this wow i had to buy a nice coffee today because i i usually take a nap after work because um i'm depressed (laughs) (laughs) it's not funny but i'm just i'm being honest um <laughs> okay yeah i know but... <laughs> also because i just i don't sleep at night and i obviously don't help myself when i take a nap after work but my aunt came over yesterday because we were doing a dress fitting because i'm doing like a fashion show type thing for her in her school um and her school? She, she i think she goes to mctc hcm not hcmc that's a hospital um, <laughs> she goes to hcmc <laughs> she's in school for fashion design right now and she has to do this project and she um made a mock garment like out of like scrap fabric or like i don't remember what that is called but she came over yesterday and we did a fitting and like she's working on the design and everything and so because she came over right after work i didn't get to take a nap because she was over for like an hour which is fine happy to help but then i ended up falling asleep at like 7 30 8 o'clock and then i woke up and it was like 9 30 and i was like hello <laughs> hello <laughs> so i fell asleep at four o'clock this morning and i woke up at oh like, my god you're disgusting yeah and then i woke up at like eight and then i was like i have to go to work <laughs> <laughs> so i had to buy a nice coffee and yeah caffeine is my friend oh my god you're insane to be honest why didn't you just take your ezekiel Oops, oh my gosh so i went outside to go get it because i bought some at target the other day and i'd like i'd st- stayed at miguel's house that night before so i left it in my car and then i went to go get it and <laughs> my dumb ass it spilled everywhere in my target <gasps> bag oh Ew. so i i went i was like why is it empty and i was like oh my god and I was like, this is disgusting. So I literally just like went back inside into my house. My dad was like sitting at the dining room table and like literally just watched me walk outside and walk back inside for with like I left with nothing and I came back with nothing. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this girl? <laughs> Tell the story about you and your dad and weed. Can I say that on here? Oh my gosh, we're getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's find out. Um okay (laughs) so basically after i moved home i had i had some paraphernalia with me um that i had i allegedly i had some (laughs) paraphernalia allegedly i had some things with me and i brought them home and 
honestly, everybody in my family smokes. My mom doesn't, but like everybody, like extended yeah, yeah, family wise, like whatever. Um, so I was like, I'm fine keeping this in my house. Like nobody's really like it's safer here than like going anywhere else. And I was, but I honestly, I don't really smoke. Um, I can't remember the last time I allegedly. actually smoked. Yeah, I alleged. I mean, I don't smoke. Allegedly, I do. Then I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I, the last time I've consumed anything or like a part took in anything, allegedly, was my birthday. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my dad, I he must have. I I mean, I gave it to him because I was like, um, I'm really not going to use this, but like, you go on ahead. And so this week, uh, my mom was taking a nap and he goes, your mom asleep? I was like, yeah, she's taking a nap. And he was like, where do you eat your weed? And I was like, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know a guy. And he was like, can you get more? I was like, um, <laughs> no. And I mean, there's a, there's a longer backstory and I'm not going to go into it because it's not relevant and it doesn't matter and I don't need to talk about it. But I was like, it's just not a relationship I'm looking to reopen. He was like, okay, I hear you. I get that. That's cool. I was like, okay. And that, was, that was really it. <laughs> like, my, my dad wants to know my plug or former plug. I've literally, oh, I've yeah. honestly only, I think I've only bought weed three or four times in my life perhaps right yeah allegedly i've bought three or four times allegedly probably three were done in states where it was not legal allegedly um, <laughs> okay. i never have to buy anything because i'm a girl <laughs> to be honest that's true yeah so yeah that was that was on like sunday and i was like uh i don't know hello <laughs> Work. But yeah, that's that's my grand casino story, I guess. Anyway, speaking of parents. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> this episode is about parents. Parents, and then I also was like, how do we talk about parents for a full episode? Then I also was like, gender norms in parenting. Oh, yeah. Because I got really riled up the other day about some shit in like parents. Oh, why? <laughs> because, and this is like such a stigma and I think it's really annoying and like really burdening to like a woman. And I was talking to somebody. Oh, I think I was talking to you. I was talking to you. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, because you're because we have a mutual friend that is, pre- is pregnant with her second child. Um, and I was like, yeah, if I could, I would take literally I would get pregnant and just keep popping out babies for like the next five years and just like stay at home and like raise babies. But obviously that's not progressive for a career as a woman oh yeah because you were like but my career yeah and i was like it sucks but then it's like even when kids get sick um moms are like almost expected to just take time off because it's like oh you have to, yeah you have to take the kids to the doctor or you have to stay home with the kids because they're sick and i'm like why does it always have to be a mom mm-hmm. so it's really frustrating and um i know someone who um, their child's daycare had like a COVID exposure um, and like the dad would not like take time off. And then like, so she was just expected to like not work and like stay home with the kid. And I was like, that's not really fair. Yeah. So I was like, this is stupid, but I don't know. I think, I think, yeah. I mean, I think 
women are expected to like I don't know, like be home and take care of the kids. Yeah, which is um, so bad. I mean, and I, I, I honestly, I get to an extent because like women are maternal and whatever. But I'm like, they, to me, it's a lot to expect a woman to like have a career and like provide for her family, like bear children and then raise the kids and then be like almost sole responsibility as for like care. Maybe not necessarily completely financially. And this is talking like very stereotypical gender roles. But then also like clean a house, cook, provide. I'm like, who the fuck has time for all that? Like I come home from work and I just want to sleep. Like I don't want to cook for two hours. Hello? I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, oh my God. Like, and this is like a very like, I guess it's Asian, but I see a lot of Hmong families where it's like the wife does everything dude yeah and like the husband like does absolutely nothing oh this is random but like um this is like not really related but it kind of is do you make miguel a plate or have you seen that (laughs) um i laugh because i would never um (laughs) i'll ask him like the most i'll do is ask if he wants something to drink and like i'll grab a drink if i'm grabbing myself a drink oh well let's explain it it's like like, like um, the mom like of the household a... and, like, they fix the plates for, like, all the men and then they're, like, the last to sit down type of thing? Yeah, like, if you're at, like, a uh, family, like, dinner or, like, you know, like, a buffet style kind of thing. It's always kids first and, like, kids serve themselves and everybody. Yeah. At least in my family it is. Um, I will say, like, being with Miguel's family, that's typically how it is. Um, yeah, but do you make him, like, do you know what I mean? Like, some, some, some girls will, like, make their man a plate like they'll bring him food i guess we're still i'm i guess i'm still at the stage where miguel's mom will make him a plate sometimes or he'll get himself or like it's buffet style okay yeah which i think that's just the it's just traditional and like that's the way that their family's set up and like that's how they do it and if they're fine with it they're fine with it i see make your own plate miguel damn and honestly a lot of the time he does a lot of the time it is buffet style but like if she's cooking and like serving then she'll like bring stuff over as we go it really just depends i've seen it both ways um, but no, but on, to be yeah. fair, a lot of the time Miguel will make me a plate, which is fine. Work. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know. I just feel like that's, it depends. I feel like it goes back and forth for me. It's more some of like an equal thing. I don't mind. It's like, I'll scratch your back if you scratch my back type of thing, you know, like I don't mind doing it if you're also, having like you're held to the same expectation which i know can be difficult than like breaking those stereotypes and those gender norms my mom is vacuuming like right above me okay. i can't hear it okay, good um, okay. um no because i was gonna say that um in a traditional like Hmong setting i i see all the time like the Hmong women do like all the work and like the, the cooking mm-hmm. and the cleaning and they basically they basically like cook the whole day. And the husband's and when just it comes hang to dinner out and time, drink. They yeah, they just hang out and drink. But at dinner time, the men get to eat first, and the women just like eat in the corner. Stand yeah, they like either just stand there and wait until it's their turn, which is like the end, um, or they just like hang out and then they get to eat like the scraps and stuff or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't. I guess I don't know or I don't remember because it's been so long. Um, like we haven't been back to Indonesia in a really long time. But I want to say even then, and probably because I was just little, um, it was always like the kids ate first. 
And I guess my dad wasn't around when we were in Indonesia a lot of the time. So I guess I didn't see it as much. And my grandpa worked all the time. So we didn't really see him too often. Now that I'm looking back at it, that's for also different reasons. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess with my family, it's always been like you take care of yourself or like it's kids first. Um, but it is like like most of the time the women are the ones cooking or the ones like cleaning up after. That's something I'm mm-hmm. not too keen on. Like I'm someone like if I cook for you, you're cleaning because like I did the work. Now you get to do the work like I fed you. You can clean up. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like if someone is to cook for me, like say Miguel cooks, so like, okay, I'll wash the dishes. Like, that's fine. But there's no reason what? that I'm going to do both. Like you don't just get to sit and like watch me cook and then you get to eat and then you just get to like watch me clean. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So that's really annoying. Mm. Right, anyway, back to parents. Yeah, back to parents and like gender norms. Yes. Um let's say how okay let's um describe like your relationship with your parents um let's start with that so i have parents (laughs) (laughs) crazy um my parents have been together for let me 26 they've been together for 27 years married they've been married for almost 27 years um but they've known each other probably for about like 30 ish years now um i I feel like I had just had like a very normal relationship, quote unquote, with my parents. Like growing up, me and my mom, and I feel like this is just like a thing that moms do. I thought, I think it's funny because you, at least on Twitter, I feel like a lot of us had the same childhood. Be like, wow, that's crazy. Um, but my mom and I grew up very close, and like we are very similar, like emotional wise. Like we think the same emotionally, which is good and bad especially like we butt heads a lot and like it it gets interesting but she with growing up she was um really supportive and like she was the voice of a reason like if I was to get into it with my dad or um just like struggle with things like she would at least hear me out or like try to help out um and she was really kind of the caregiver I guess you could say like um in a sense my p- parents had like a very traditional marriage uh, my dad works full-time and at times he would have like also like mm-hmm. a part-time job um, throughout mm-hmm. my early childhood. Like he'd work at like Best Buy part-time or he'd work like at Domino's and like deliver pizzas. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, my dad worked at Best Buy like shortly after I was born because my mom was working part-time at the mall, like retail. And then he was working full-time at Northwest and then part-time at Best Buy. Um, and then when we moved to Farmington, um, he was still working at Northwest and then he started working at Domino's delivering pizzas for like extra money and extra cash. Oh my God. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Which is crazy. And uh, it was sad, but it was also kind of cute. Like I asked my dad, cause I was like, I don't get to hang out with you. Like, can you quit your job? (laughs) So he quit working at Domino's. Cause I was like, I want to spend more time with you. And I guess I really got to him. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like growing up, I was really close to my mom. Um, She, was that she worked also we also had like a nanny so like growing up um honestly my brother spent a lot more time with her nanny than I did um so I was closer to my parents in that sense because wow you had a nanny like the time Tony was born yeah um I had a nanny from well I had one nanny from when I was like probably like a year to maybe three or no a year to maybe like two and a half 
And then my cousin, my dad's nephew, came and lived with us for like six to seven months. What? And um, our last nanny, Darcy, she came and stayed with us. She's from Indonesia. She's like my grandma's aunt or my grandma's neighbor. Hello? Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. For like a second, you like cut out. I was like, oh my God, hello. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Hello? Anyway, keep going. (laughs) Yeah, so I had um, a nanny. And so she kind of really like her and my brother were really close growing up. And like she took care of him. So like for a long time, I honestly felt like an only child. Um, But even growing up, like I was close to my dad. I definitely was kind of like a daddy's girl. Uh, my anybody that knows my dad knows that he's like a really goofy, funny mm-hmm. guy. Loves kids. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, but if it was up to my parents, they'd probably have more kids. But my dad took it upon himself to get a vasectomy after Tony was born because he's like, really? it's more expensive. Oh so work. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I I definitely butted heads with my dad a lot growing up, um, especially in like my teenage years, and same with my mom. Yo. Yo, yo. All right. Sorry, guys. We had to cut off that segment. It is probably my fault because my internet is trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had to cut that part short. Um, so I don't know where we left off. Do you remember? Um, I kept talking and then I was like, is Kevin <laughs> And then you disappeared. Um, basically I'll summarize. I grew up close to both of my parents. Um, we're still pretty close. Um, I think I honest, I love both of my parents dearly and, um, they've always been supportive like on and off. And I think in the last, I think once you hit adulthood, your parents see you as a human, not as their child. I mean, they still see you as your child and you kind of see them as adults too. And like, not as just your parents. And I think that helped, excuse me, our relationship a lot. Um, because now I think they understand and like I've had conversations and I think I've talked about it on the podcast um, where I uh, just even a couple months ago I was talking to my dad about like sex education and how he really didn't provide me any information and was just like don't have sex you get pregnant you're gonna ruin your life men are mm-hmm. terrible and I was like okay I mean he was right about that one I mean he is but I'm also like that's not helpful and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. Maybe I have, but I feel like if women were taught to enjoy sex or even like to masturbate, then like that's healthy and normal. Then you wouldn't have girls like losing their virginity to like 12, 13 and like super, super young. Um, So I I told him that and he was kind of like, (laughs) he's kind of confused and it was like, how did you get to this? Uh, But that's honestly, that's just how I feel. And I feel like the more you educate, the less curious kids will be like i feel like yeah. if you just close kids off and they're just gonna have to learn by themselves from like porn and like what they hear from their friends i'm like that's never good yeah so um i think it's gotten better in the last couple of years um also it's just like i don't know i get along with my parents like i like hanging out with my mom like hanging out with my dad time to time my dad talks a lot 
Yeah, but when you had to move back, were you like, ugh? Or were yeah, you just like, I'm yeah, whatever? St- <laughs> I'm still like that. Only, only because I like having my own space and I like having time to myself. And I don't like to be bothered. It's not the fact that I'm living with my parents. It's the fact that I'm living with anybody that's not in my own space, to be honest. Um, also because it's hella far from everything. But True. that's beside the point. Um, but I don't mind it. Like, honestly, it's really nice. My mom, I'll do my laundry. And I hate folding my clothes. My mom folds my laundry for me a lot of the time. Unless she's just like fed up and she just want to do it. Um, my mom cooks. My dad fixes things around the house for me. Um, yeah, they're nice. Sometimes I go on drives or go on walks. I hang out. It's cool. They're nice. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I feel like some people just, like, don't hang out with their parents, like, at all. Like they Some people there. really don't. Yeah. And, like, even when I didn't live at home, I called my mom at least, like, once or twice a week just to, like, talk to her for 20, 30 minutes and just see how she's doing. Yeah. Um, no, obviously I don't have to do that. But even sometimes, even now, like I'll call her on my way home and be like, do you want anything? Like, do you, can I pick up dinner? Things like that. And I know that like, and I know it's, I say that it's like, that's a normal relationship, but I know and I get that there are so many people that I know that their parents aren't like that at all, whether it's like a language barrier or their parents are like neglectful or like abusive or whatever the case may be. So I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. They're, they are mm-hmm. good parents. I honestly don't think I could have asked for better parents. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think we got lucky with our parents. Oh, for honest. sure. I think. Because um, if you're listening, girl, I'm not going to say your name, but <laughs> sometimes um, when I'm with, uh, when, when my mom calls me around my friends, I'm like, oh my God, hey mom, what's up girl? Um, but sometimes when my friend's mom called them, the way they talk to them is funny because they're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm trying to think of who you're talking about. <laughs> if you're listening, bitch, you know exactly who you are. Um, Everybody's listening like, oh my gosh, stop. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, stop. Um, and it's just funny to me because I think my relationship with my mom is so different. Or- Your mom is very open with you though. Yeah, my mom's very open. So when I hear people talk to that, to talk, talk to their mom like that, it's like they don't have the same relationship, which is like well, is weird to me, but it's like also too? some sometimes moms, sometimes I don't know, sometimes you don't have a good relationship with your mom and like that's fine, like whatever. But I do, so not to brag, whatever, but yeah, but isn't your mom like a younger mom too? Like you guys aren't super yes. crazy far in so, age. So my mom is forty five, I think. So she had me when she was eighteen, and my dad was twenty one. So young, isn't that so crazy? Oh my god! I think about my mom had me when she was twenty seven, and I think about that, and like I'm trying. She got married when she was twenty six. Had me at twenty seven. I was like, that sounds atrocious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I even from when I was very young, I was like, oh my god, I want to be like. 18 20 when i have a kid too because yeah you should think that too because then like oh i'll be like super close to them like i'm super close to my mom and dad um and i used to think that my mom and dad were like oh my god they're so cool because i used to go to um a predominantly white high school and and middle school and even today i guess even around other asian people i'm like yeah my mom's like 45 and they're like what and i'm like yeah bitch it's sickening it's cool you wish you were me huh bitch 
See, um, my parents aren't that young, but people always think my parents are younger. My everybody loves my parents, and honestly, it's yeah, kind of yeah, annoying sometimes. Cool. Like, oh my god! Ugh. Okay, wow. No, because I'm like, yeah, they're okay. They're also annoying, but it's also like I'm their daughter, so of course I'm gonna feel that way. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. but they're cool. Um, they they they, they alright. What they whatever. They're cool or whatever. Um, yeah. So, uh, my mom and dad had me when they were basically teenagers they met when they were teenagers um and i think my dad was like still in uh school so my mom had to move down to um mankato until he finished and i think i was born you're born after hato no i wasn't i was born in burnsville i think oh for real do you were born at fairview ridges too Bitch, I don't know. I have to ask my mom. That's where I was born. Oh my gosh! I don't know what hospital I was born at. I think that's the only hospital yeah, in Burnsville. Okay, I'll ask my mom. But text her. I'm about to message anyway. her right now on Instagram. I think, <laughs> bitch, she'll get. She's respond. She'll we will respond. She's like, where was Kevin born? I need to know. Yeah, let me text her. <laughs> I said, Mom, what hospital? was i born at um anyways yeah so it's interesting because um my parents are actually divorced so i think that's the difference we have um that's a difference that we have um because my parents got divorced when i was in high school so 16 weren't you yeah i think they officially got divorced like around your 16th birthday i think i think so (laughs) and when i was in in um 10th grade yeah yeah so, she said the Fairview in Burnsville. Oh my gosh, we were born at the same hospital. Oh like, yes, ah! okay, work. Wow. wow, who knew? <laughs> wow, she's quick. So I... Latifah was born there too. Lol. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So. Do you feel like your relationship got better with your parents after they got divorced? Because maybe they were, like, happier that they were separated? Um, you know, I don't actually remember my childhood too much. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that, that's something that Latifah and our other friend Gary are very good at. They remember, like, everything shows and, like, music and, like, movies and stuff from their childhood and, like, stuff they did. But I don't remember anything. Um... I remember that my dad was always at work, so I wouldn't see him ever. And my mom, I would only see her sometimes too because she was working as well. Oh, I guess. So, yeah. so um, she would work. She used to work at a jewelry store. She used to be a um, receptionist at a hospital. And the story she told me, she was like, she walked into the interview and they were like, yeah, I think you need more experience. And then they were, and she was like, well, how am I supposed to get experience? If no one's going to give me experience. <laughs> Hello? And, then they were like, and then they were like, bitch, you're hired. <laughs> like, okay, you got it. She's like, okay, work. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> they were like, shit, you got it. Fuck. Um, so she was working there. And then during, right before the diver- divorce, I think she, um, she went to nursing school. So now she's a nurse. And my dad at the time was uh, like an architect for some type of company, some wow. oil rig company or something. So um, so I really never saw them as a kid. When they got divorced, um, I think I did have a better relationship with them because then I, I could actually spend one-on-one time with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, Yeah. 
and and also I was older too. I was gonna say, and I mean, I might be wrong, and maybe this is just me from the outside, but I feel like the three of you, like kids, took the divorce pretty well. And I don't know if it's because like you guys were already surrounded by so much family anyway that it wasn't like a big crazy change, or like it was just like yeah, they're just better off separated, so it's fine. Yeah, I think I think it's because me and Ethan were older. I think Ethan probably had it the worst um, because, like, middle child. Yeah. But I was older at the time, so I was like, whatever. I'm just going to stay with whoever. Um, Ethan was a little bit – he's cute, like, three or two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I think he had the biggest issue with it because he was um, – Like 12 or 13. Yeah, I think so. And he's just trying to, like, get used to, like, living in a different space. My little sister was a little bit – she was, like, too young to understand. But I think that she did develop some type of anger issue because of it. Um, mm-hmm. Because she used to, like – she used to really, like, scream when she was younger. Um, <laughs> but I was I was never there. So, um, yeah, so the divorce traditionally, like, the kids go with the dad side. Really? Um, yeah, because you know it, that's your last name. Oh, I so guess. So it's like, oh, let's go with. What's the, your mom's family. last name? Prior. Uh, Chang. Oh, interesting. She's a Chang. Yes. Never knew. Um, yeah. So I decided to go with my dad, and I think that was hard on my mom and my uh, uh, Ethan and Boo Boo because I was like, oh, I'll just go with my dad because that's like traditionally what you're supposed to do, but also. I knew that my mom would not be able to take care of three kids um, to take me to school and take Ethan to school and then take Boo to school and then also like go to work. Um, I was like, I, she cannot do that. Right. Cause you're, and oh, I also, I also didn't want to live with my grandparents on that side of family. Right. Um, Cause you so, were already yeah. close to your dad's parents, obviously your grandparents on that side yeah. of family and like yeah. your aunts and stuff are already like involved. It's like really involved yeah. with you guys already. So it's kind of just like, there are yeah. more adults so, that can help out. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a time in my life where I didn't see my mom for like a year. Um, and I remember um, it was a year and the, uh, the divorce was like pretty much finalized. And I actually saw her um, and I hadn't seen her or like really spoken to her for like a year. Um because I can't remember why I didn't speak to her. I guess it, I guess it just didn't, I just didn't want to, or I don't know. Just awkward, maybe. It was just awkward, but it also was just like, am I supposed to talk to my mom? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I don't know if that's allowed. Or I don't know if my family wants me to do that and stuff. Um, so I just didn't talk to her and I never saw her for like a year. And then one day I was with my dad and we had to pick up like Ethan or Boo Boo. Um, and also keep in mind that I didn't see Ethan or Boo Boo for like a year too, because they were living with my mom at, a, the, at this apartment. So I mm-hmm. hadn't seen them for like a year. Um, it's so weird to think about now. Oh my God. Cause now we all live together. Well, not now, but um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, not now, but like, you know, at the time. Um, and so I didn't see them for a year and I, we went to go pick up Boo Boo and Ethan and I have seen them on and off like at that time. 
Um, but I had not seen my mom. And I remember her coming out and seeing me for the first time in like a year or maybe more. And she just like started crying. Aww. And I was like, oh, like, she misses me. I guess me. this is, yeah, I was like, I guess this is hard for her. Um, because for me, I was just like trying to go to school and like do stuff. I, it didn't really. I, I like had no time to think about it. You probably it sounds like you're just trying to make things easier on you and her like for everybody. Yeah, I was I was trying to be like, okay, what's the easiest thing? And the easiest thing I thought was like, okay, let me just live with my dad, even though living my with my dad was like, terrible. Um, Did you live with just your life. dad? Or was it you guys already living with like Eileen and your grandparents? So for a little bit, I was living with my dad. I like vaguely remember uh, oh, this. Oh, wait, okay, let me finish my, I'll finish my story. Hold on. Um, so yeah, I saw my mom. She cried. And then the next day, or that day, she was like, I'll pick you up from school from now on. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I guess. So then from then on, she was picking me up from school, like uh, after, after school and stuff. Um, so then my dad, yes, I was living with my dad in that uh, house in Oakdale. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just me and him. And uh, he was like really depressed. And so he would go out drinking really, really late and come home really drunk and then like do like this whole, whole bunch of shit. Like he would scream at me and stuff. Um, and he would yell at me. And I remember one day um, I was sleeping and he went out because, you know, um, at that Oakdale house, it was our house. And then across the street, it was my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. Because that's where Andre used to live. Yeah. Um, and they, Ethan and my dad went over because they were having a party. And I was like, let me just sleep, child. Uh, and they got really, he got really drunk, my dad. And my Ethan was going to come home, but he couldn't open the door because it was locked because I was asleep. Um, and I remember him, like, my dad coming home late at night and, like, screaming at me. Um, but my door was locked because I was, like, sleeping. And I remember Ethan was telling me about it. And Ethan was, like, terrified about it. And so, um, so then it was just me and my dad and he would come home drunk. But one time he left the stove on like all night and he was making ramen and it, it almost burned down the house. Jeez. And in the morning he, he blamed me for it. And I was like, that was you. Like, that was you. You left it on. He was like, are you sure? And I was like, I'm pretty sure. Um, so then at that point I was like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> So then I think one night he brought home his a girlfriend, which is his wife now. And I forgot I remember that they calling, got married. Yeah, I, I, I remember calling Eileen, which is my aunt. And I was like, Auntie, I, like, I don't want to live here. Like tomorrow, like pick me up from school. I'm going to live with you. Um, and so after that, I started living with Eileen like full time and my dad would have to come to Eileen's house to pick me up to school and then drop me off at school. And then my mom would come pick me up and drop me off at Eileen's house. Um, and then after that, my grandparents were like, this is too much. Let's, I'm like, they were like, I'm, we're going to buy a house and then we're all just going to live there. Um, so I think that the divorce was... Now that I think about it, it was, I guess it was hard, but I don't remember it at all. I think I probably blocked out a lot of the hardships just because I was like, I just have to focus on me right now. I do remember like the year that your parents got divorced. I feel like you kind of went into like a recluse. Like you, I mean, not that you were always like super talkative or like super outgoing, but I know like during that time, I think 
one, I think you got into a relationship. So like you were probably preoccupied with that and like whatever, that's fine, happens. Um, but I feel like you, and maybe just because like we weren't as close, but I feel like you just weren't like super open to like talk about the struggles. Because I remember knowing your parents were getting divorced and like going to um, that house in Oakdale and I'm in like for your yeah. birthday. Well, well, for me, it wasn't, like, like, at the time, if you were to ask me, I was like, yeah, my parents are getting divorced. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, like, a big deal to me. Um, even though I knew it had a lot of problems, I was like, it, I don't know if this is, like, the biggest deal. Um, because because um, I, I have a very special relationship with my grandparents um, where they almost feel as though they are my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we were living in our house that we live in now, um, my dad lived there for only a little bit and my mom didn't live there at all. So really the only people that were watching me and like cooking for me and like watching over Ethan and my little sister were either Eileen or my grandma and grandpa. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's something that is a little different with me is that I have my mom and dad, but sometimes it really feels like my real mom and dad are like my grandparents. Right. Cause they like were um, not necessarily your parents weren't involved, but like they were busy working and like, your- yeah. Cause I didn't see my, I love my mom. Um, but I didn't like see her all the time. The people that I see all the time is like my grandma and my grandpa. <laughs> um, so yes. Um, and, and also I will just like to circle back to my mom the one thing that I real, feel really, really bad about and I think that affects me today is that I didn't see my mom for a year. And I, I to me, I was like, this is normal. But I think seeing her cry about like really just seeing me for the first time in a year, it makes me really, really sad because it just made me realize like, oh, like she actually did miss me. Like, oh, that was crazy. Um, and it makes me really sad because it makes me, um, I don't know how to say, it makes me miss her even though like, even though I like talk to her every day and even though I just hung out with her, like even when I was at home in Minnesota, even while I was hanging out with her, I'd be like, I kind of miss my mom, even though I'm like right next to her. Do you feel like it's because you feel like you could have like missed out on like those? Yeah, I feel like I missed out. I think I feel like I missed so much time with her. I think that's why I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, Um, that makes sense. I I know, like, for me, um, there was, like, a time where I would argue with, like, my dad all the time. And, like, um, even, like, last year. And I don't don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. Um, My dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer last year. Um, No, you didn't say anything. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I've talked about it. I've, like... People who need to know, know. Um, honestly, like it wasn't something that I was like going around broadcasting and like talking about because yeah. one, it's not my thing to share because it's him. Um, but um, I know that like when I was thinking about that, I was like, damn, like there are a lot of times where like I probably should have reached out or I should have said yes to like hanging out or like shouldn't have like, yeah. neglected things. Like my dad is cancer free now yeah. and like things are fine. Um, yeah. But I think it's like one of those things like as a child it's like 
once you're older and you're like an adult, you're like, damn, like I really can't go back to be like, oh, like give me a piggyback or like let's do all these things. Like, yeah. And it's just different, which is kind of, it's weird and yeah. it's kind of like bittersweet. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about my dad. Yeah, it's, it's tough. And I think dads are kind of tough too because a lot of the time they're not as like emotive. They don't emote as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. Like, there's always like a fun parent and like a disciplinary parent. And my dad was always like the yeah. disciplinary, but like he could be fun at times. And like my parents switched off depending on like what the situation is. But yeah, it's it's different. And yeah, like my dad, um, I think it's really hard for immigrants. I mean, he was born in Laos, but I mean, he moved here like when he was two. So I'm going to say immigrant uh uh, immigrant father or immigrant parents um it's really hard because like they're not really emotive i don't i think it took him a very very long time to start saying i love you to me or my siblings and it's it's pretty much because my little sister started saying it to him like all the time and now he says it to us oh. um and so it's really hard because I don't know how to act around my dad. And especially because like as a gay man, it's like, I don't really know what we're going to talk about. So it's still awkward um, around my dad. Um, And I, I would like to avoid like hang out with him one-on-one. So I like to invite like my little sister, because I also know that my little sister feels, um, feels like she could spend more time with my dad. So if anything, I would like my dad to spend more time with my little sister rather than me. But, uh, but yeah, what was such a thing? I'm trying to say that like I should have spent more time with my dad. Sometimes in the summer, he'll be like, "Calvin, do you want to go fishing?" And I'm like, "No, not really." Right. Um, but I, I, you know, looking back, I should be like, "Yeah, let's go fishing. Let's go on a boat and do whatever." And I actually did last summer. You went fishing a lot, yes, and I was like. Yeah, he asked, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Let's go." And I was, I was like, "Boo boo, fucking get in the boat, bitch! Get in the car, we going." I was like, "Get in the fucking car, bitch!" Um, <laughs> Literally, yeah, because I don't want her to be jaded, you know, oh, to be like, "My dad was never around," right? And because um, I feel like she might, and I'm like sure it's, day. and it's a different dynamic too. Um, because it's like not that he has like a new family, but like he, you guys have like a half brother. And like he remarried, yeah. so it's like okay, obviously because that child's younger and you guys are a little older, and he knows you guys are cared for. He's probably like, oh yeah, they're fine, but he's still yeah. like your dad. Yeah, yeah, but my dad is always there, right? I, I will say, even though he's like not physically there, he's always there. Like if I'm like, dad, my car is like fucking making a noise, he'll be like, okay, well I'll be there in like the next day, right? To like fix your shit. I'm like, cool. I was like, fierce and sickening. Thanks, Dion. I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, car Roger right is um, pretty OP because um, I remember one time Calvin ran into the garage door. Um, <laughs> yeah, and his dad had to fix the garage door. His dad used to fill his gas for him because Calvin didn't know how to pump gas. Um, Ooh, bitch. Wow. You said it in an episode, like not, like a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he did. I remember Calvin would literally send us screenshots of like text messages he would get. It'd be like, Dad, um, your mom's gonna pick you up. Mom, I'm gonna come pick you up. Eileen, your mom's gonna come pick you up today. <laughs> just yeah, I remember. Like, that. They were all very at least like civil about things and like yeah. obviously yeah. And if I need 
he, you know, if I need money, like he's always there for me. And so are my grandparents. Um, I, they like, they pretty much paid like half for my car that I have now. And when it, when I first got into that car accident, I was like, uh, I have no money. So my grandparents had to like give me money to pay for that. Even though it was covered by insurance later, but like for the time whatever. being. Yeah. Um, Do you want to yeah. take a break? Yeah, let's take a break and then come back. We'll push it out. I was going to ask, um, what are traits of your parents that you, if you decide to have kids, what traits do you want to take on from your parents? And what traits do you not want to take on and like break cycles on? Oh, okay. Okay, Okay, cool. Okay. One, two, three, break. (laughs) Go team. What up, y'all? We're back. Sorry, I'm looking on Facebook and there's this picture of... um, if someone put fried rice in their car and it spilled and it's all over the back seat. Oh, that would suck. I know that sucks. <laughs> did you did you watch the video I sent to you guys the other day about the girl, the the family or whatever, the group that was like, this is me after one mimosa. This is me after three mimosas. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. I posted it on Facebook. You have to watch it after this is over and please like Sorry. I'm gonna resend it to you. No, it that. was so funny. It's so fucked up, but it was kind of like what? <laughs> I watched it so I watched it 30 times because I didn't believe <laughs> what happened. It happened. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> um, we were talking about this is parents. gonna be a long episode, you guys. Sorry. Yeah, I feel like we've said that about like the last whatever, bitches. Episodes. You bitches love it, bitches. You fucking eat it up, bitch. Yeah, love it or hate it, you're still we're still here. Okay, thanks. But I'm here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, random question. If you weren't Flavor of Love, what would your name be? You never said anything. Oh, I don't know. What What would your name be? I don't know what I my name I said Little Booty. Be. Oh, you did? Yeah, I said Little Booty. Um, I don't know. Because fucking Flav was just fucking giving out names like... I know, no correlation. No. You'd be like Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red Oyster. I know. Um, Pumpkin. I don't know what I would be. I feel like it could be. I feel like it could have come off racist, to be honest. I feel like what? it's not like a nickname oh. for like someone that was Asian. I feel like it's <laughs> little chinky or something, <laughs> like little egg roll, <laughs> <laughs> a sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could see that actually. <laughs> Ew. Kung Pao. <laughs> Ew! Wow! Yeah, that's me. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Kung Pao, come get your clock. <laughs> Thank you, Flav. <laughs> but I'm here, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. Like, Kung Pao, what time is it? Flavor, Flav. <laughs> Which that doesn't even make sense. It's not even a time. I don't know. <laughs> Right. I'm anyway. just like playing all these flavor flavors. She's like, you look like a fairy princess that resides over the pits of hell. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, answer your own question first. Oh, about, okay. So if I, my one thing I really admire about my parents, if you were just tuning in, which would be kind of weird. Um, I said, what traits would you want to take on to like for your kids? And um, what do you not want to take on? Um, one really big thing, which is, I think, honestly, it's probably stunted me emotionally to an extent. Um, but I, 
honestly could never tell you more than maybe one or two times that I think I've seen my dad yell or like get physically upset or like lash out. Like I don't think I've I've never seen him physically lash out up been like being upset. My dad is like very calm and like he would never yell like at my mom in front of us or kind of like berate um her or anything. So I really admire that and like being very calm and collected. And I think that's where I get that from. But I also think that's why I don't know how to be angry, <laughs> to be honest. Um so I think that that's a really good trait I would like to like instill either like within a marriage or like just not arguing in front of children and like kids because it doesn't help them with anything. Like I know my parents have had issues throughout their marriage, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I know them now and I've, I've known, but it was never something that was like thrown in my face where I was like worrying or like hearing yelling, like from my room type of thing, which is I think kind of rare. Like that doesn't happen a lot. Um, one thing I hope to break, I guess, is, um, just being more open about like one, like expectations and like growing up, like I'm not gonna, I know I always bring this up, but like the whole sex talk, like I'm not going to be like, like, yes, you should probably wait till you're kind of a little older and like you understand what's going on with your body because honestly, like a 14, like two 14 year olds having sex is just sounds gross to me. Like it just sounds gross. Um, it just it does. Cause it's like you're a child. Like you think about like who you are at 14. You're like, yeah, I'm grown. But then you look at a 14 year old, you're like, gross. Like <laughs> there's nothing. And like just sexual health in their own sense, I think is really important. And just being like, listen you weren't you don't belong to the streets okay we ain't doing this um as well as just like expectations <laughs> expectations <laughs> school <laughs> the streets aren't okay. calling your name anyway <laughs> but just things like that and expectations like if you're not great at school like that's okay like still obviously try your best but like if you get a c plus in our class that's okay that don't really matter and if like you pass in English, but you struggle in math because you just don't get math, that's okay. You don't have to be a mathematician. You just got to do what you need to do to pass um, and things like that. And just kind of be more um, admitting to faults. And I don't know if your parents are like this. Um, I feel like it takes a lot for a parent to say that they're sorry or admit that they're wrong. Um, but yeah, just being like, yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was You were right. And just letting them know that because you have to have that humility. Because, I mean, even though I'd be their parent, um, we're still equals in a sense. Like, respect is a two-way thing. Um, So, like, it's not just what I say goes because I said it. Like, there has to be reasoning behind it, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, like I said, I feel like I have a lot of parents. Um. Like my mom and dad and my grandparents and also my auntie Eileen because I've, I've lived with her so long. Um, so I'll try and say something really quick for all of them. But um, I think one thing I want to break is um, my grandparent, my grandpa and my dad's cycle of uh, just being emotionally unavailable. Um, when my grandpa passed away, my grandma basically sat down my my dad and my uncle and was like, you guys like missed your chance to speak to your dad about, you know, all her, 
of his wrongdoings and like all the emotions that you have uh, towards him. And she was basically, I wish you guys would have said that when he was alive and like reconciled and stuff. Um, because even though they were very cordial with each other and, you know, they did love each other. Um, my uncle and my dad have a lot of resentment towards my grandpa because of the way he treated them when they, he was younger or when they, when they were younger. Um, mm -hmm. which, is, which was news to me because I think grandparents are very different from parents, you know? So, yeah. Uh, their relationship as a dad is really is very different from my relationship to him as a grandpa because um, he you know he's old so he was never yelling at his grandkids and stuff um, and he had you know supported me and stuff like that so um, that's something I want to break and that is just because my grandpa basically was an orphan so he he didn't really have parents to say that to tell him that he loved him and stuff. So obviously he never learned that. And then because my dad never learned that, he rarely says that to us. I mean, he's better now, but that's something that I would like to break. Um, in terms of my mom, I would like to keep her sense of like relatability. Because for some reason, my mom is very relatable and very open. She's very personable. Yeah. And I don't know if she was always like this or if it was because my little sister and me always speak like this, but she's always <laughs> like, bitch, let me tell you what, bitch. And I think that's, <laughs> I think it might just be me rubbing off on her, but, um, it works. Yeah, but it worked. Um, so she's very funny. She's very relatable. And I like the openness that we have. Not that we'll talk about everything. So I'm not going to tell her like, yeah, Ren, don't you remember everything. when your mom, <laughs> When Calvin's mom sent him a dildo. Just kidding. It was their yeah, well, trace. Don't you remember? <laughs> uh, yeah, but she's very funny. So I would like to keep that relationship with my own kids. I'm not going to have kids, but, you know, one day. Um, in terms of my relationship with uh, my aunt, I would like to keep that same, like, sternness that she has, but also wise Um. Uh, wisdom <laughs> I was like wisdom uh wisdom. wisdom and like stuff like that I don't know I feel like I'm becoming probably each of my parents parental figures yeah 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 um you know that Joel told me one time she was like you know who's the biggest person that has had the ch biggest change on you and I was like oh I don't know and I was like and then she was like yeah for me it's probably Eileen I was like really Aww. that's um, sweet I was like, that's nice, Joa. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. Because she is very wise. She's very bold. Uh, and she is a very, like, a bold woman. She's I don't know not how to say afraid. That. And, like, and this is just based off, like, what I've noticed in the Hmong community. And, like, it, you may or may not agree. But I feel like she's very outspoken for being, like, a Hmong woman. And she has no problem doing so. Especially yeah. for like her generation, I feel like it's almost it's kind of more common now for like our generation to be that way, but for her to be like very outspoken and being like, "Yeah, that's not cool. We don't do that." <laughs> like, just very yeah. upfront about it. Like, that's really cool that she is that way. Yeah, I think back in the day she was getting like death threats one time. I wouldn't doubt it. I guess because I know like because yeah, she was like she was like y'all cannot be having domestic abuse like Hmong men what are you doing and she was like getting death threats and stuff so they were like let us I beat think. our women I mean, she was like bitch <laughs> yes, no let, a, let us beat them damn 
And she was like, no. Sorry. Um, and then my grandma is very sweet. I don't know. She's just, so just, nice. Just, yeah. She's, yeah. Um, and then my grandpa, I, okay, I know from my personal, like, stance with him and my personal relationship with him, that he is very, uh, you know, a feminist at heart. He was always saying that women need education, especially among women, and that they should um, receive an education equal to men and do stuff like that. But I thought that was just me. But apparently at his funeral, all of these Hmong women and all of his family members were saying the same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought that was just me that knew that side. But I guess he was very vocal about equality um, and like Hmong women's rights in Hmong culture. So I would like to keep that and carry that on. And I Um, I think that's already kind of come out from him and like in a sense where like Eileen is the way she is and like your auntie Sharon is the way she is yeah. and like they're all very independent like I like obviously like your auntie Sharon is like married but she still is like her own person and she's like no I'm still gonna do what I want like I don't really care and Eileen yeah. obviously has been that way um I feel like Boo Boo's on the path to be that way like she's like fuck everybody honestly <laughs> yeah yeah, so I would like to keep that because I think it's very important to have strong, strong Hmong women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's also just my bias because I'm like, fuck men, dude. <laughs> fuck men, but fuck <laughs> men. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, true, ladies. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that one. That. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to kind of reflect and see how our parents are and how they have been like obviously our, our parents have their faults and they're like not perfect like times um i would like get into arguments with my parents and i'd just be like fuck you guys y'all don't know but like you get older and you're like you know i was stupid <laughs> and things like yeah. that or just like because <laughs> like i even know in high like high school um, I remember I was really upset. Ooh, tell a tell a fight about uh, your parents and stuff. Yeah, so um, I think I was in eighth grade or maybe ninth grade, and um, I had a friend come over, and like we were supposed to do like this carnival at school. I feel like I've told you the story. Maybe I haven't, or if probably I maybe told it in like full depth, like the full thing but um she'd come over and she's in a sleepover we went to the school car my school's carnival and then we came home and she's in a sleepover whatever go home the next day and so we went to the carnival had a fun time came home i fell asleep i'm notorious like i will always wake up last like at a sleepover because like i'm going to sleep truthfully <laughs> i'm just gonna sleep i don't care so i woke up <laughs> let's see if it's like i'm here to sleep it's called a sleepover yeah and it was at my house so i was like sleeping in my own bed so i wasn't like weird like it was my own bed um so I woke up and like her bag was all packed she's just like sitting on my floor and like her backpack is packed whatever and she like goes home and I was like okay whatever and I like I had um I would work for my mom because my mom did daycare for like 20 years and my mom would pay me for like helping her watch the kids and so I think at that point I had like a hundred dollar bill because I was like working with my mom for a couple weeks and she'd give me a hundred dollars and I had it in my wallet and I, I had it, my wallet was just in my room and 
couple days go by and my friend who had slept over is posting pictures on Facebook or I'm not on Facebook on MySpace at the time because this is like 2008. Ooh. I know. <laughs> and she's wearing some of my clothes and I was like, huh? And I knew that, Ew. I knew that they were my clothes because like they were distinctly mine and I would like after I saw them, I went to look for them in my room and I was like, they're not here. And then I was talking to her on MySpace. I think like that same day, she's like, yeah, I went to the mall with my dad and I tried to, um, they wouldn't let me pay with a hundred dollar bill at this store. And I was like, that's weird. And I was like, why would you tell me that? And then I would, I looked in my wallet because I remember I had exactly $107 and I was like, okay. And after she posted the pictures, she like stole a swimsuit. She stole like four or five shirts, like a bunch of shit. And I was like, okay. And so I confronted my mom about it. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, she's my friend. And like, I invited her over. And I thought like, we had a good time. But like, now she's stealing my stuff. She's posting it online. And I like showed my mom her MySpace page. And she was like, those are your clothes. And I was like, I think she stole my money because she said that she tried to pay with this. And like, now my money's gone. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, And the girl was Indonesian. So we were friends because our parents had known each other. We were about the same age. And um, my mom had called her dad and was like, asked her about it, asked him about it and was like, Hey, Latifah's really upset. Like she thinks that your daughter like stole from her and um, like, that's not okay. And so her dad came back. He, her dad came to our house like a couple days later and like gave me my hundred dollars back. I still was missing the seven dollars, but whatever, it's fine. And then I, <laughs> yeah. I never got my clothes back. Like they moved to Indonesia like the next month. And I was like, Dang. okay. And like I never talked to her again. But the reason I got into a fight with my mom <laughs> is because I told her after all this, like I was so embarrassed. Like I was upset that I'd like had a friend that would take advantage of me like that. And like, I was just like, I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want to think about it anymore. And I told my mom, I was like, can we not talk to anybody about this? Like I, me being my pet, like head ass self, I was like, I don't want people to know that she stole from me and like feel differently about her. Like if it was a mistake, it was a mistake and they're leaving anyway. Like who cares? But then mm-hmm. my mom decided, cause she's all fucking gossip told all her (laughs) friends what happened and I was like I told you specifically and you promised me that you weren't going to tell anybody and I was like I'm upset like why would you break your promise and we didn't talk for like three days like I literally would come upstairs grab food go downstairs and like eat put my plate back upstairs and go back to my room go to school whatever and yeah I would go to school and I would be like I just didn't talk to her for like a week three days to like a week and then one day after school I come home and she like looks at me and she just like bursts into tears and I burst into (laughs) tears and she's like I'm so sorry I just didn't know what to do I felt so bad because we I let you be friends with this girl and her parents didn't really do anything and you you got some of your stuff back but I just didn't know what to do when I had to talk to my friends because I just needed advice and like I wasn't telling them to like make fun of you or to exploit her or anything and I was like but you promised and you said you weren't gonna say anything and blah 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 and like that went on for like an hour and that's literally (laughs) how every single fight with my mom goes we will get into an argument I'll like I'll be like whatever I'm done talking to you and we won't talk for three or four days and then one of us will approach the other one or the other and we just cry for like two hours and we're like okay we're fine 
That's it. Anyway, (laughs) literally. And I was like, this is why I am the way I am. Like, I don't know how to be upset and I don't know how to filter like being angry because my dad's not an upset person. I've never seen my dad get upset or like get loud or angry. So like, that's the upset that I've grown up with. Um, And like, it's just very passive aggressive and I'm very passive aggressive and non-confrontational because of this. Uh, And I blame her for that. And it is what it is. But yeah, that was probably the most, that's the one that I remember the most vividly. It happened a couple of times throughout high school, like same, not same scenario, but same outcome type of thing. (laughs) You know, I don't really remember fighting with my mom and dad. Um, I remember, um, let's see. Haven't you fought with like Eileen or like your auntie Sharon though? Yeah. Yeah. I fight with them all the time, but <laughs> I think it's because like, I, um, I think if my mom and dad were around, yeah, I'd probably fight with them. Like how I do like I, with my grandparents and like with my uh, aunts. Mm-hmm. Um, but because, because when I was a teenager, you know, you're very angsty and my parents were not around. I think I had to just like, Obviously, I didn't have the chance to, like, yell at them. So I had to yell at someone else. Um, and so I think the one of the biggest things that I... Mm, let, me, let me think. Um, okay, like, recently... Um, okay, how many... Okay, okay. Um, so so um, I'm the oldest grandchild. And so I will always, like yell because I feel like the kids are too young to like say what they really want to say and so and I have a lot of anger like inside that I don't like to show and so when I do get really angry it comes out as like I'm yelling and sometimes I feel as though my family doesn't listen if I'm not yelling um and one of the things oh go ahead. Like, see i feel like the opposite i see like i feel like once people start yelling they're not listening like you're just yelling but oh yeah well because it's like sometimes i feel like they don't listen unless i make like a big like big scene, scene. And they're, like, i will oh, say though like you do advocate for literally all the kids in the family so it's like a lot kind of falls on too with like all the cousins and yeah stuff. yeah so like for example one time my grandma and eileen were like making fun of Ethan for I don't know what he did but I think they were like saying that he was like dumb and I basically like I think I was in high school or maybe I was a freshman in college and I like screamed at them and I know it's like I know people listening would be like oh my god you yelled at your grandma but it's like you have to realize that like my grandma is my mom so my relationship with my grandma is like a relationship with my mom because I see her all the time Mm -hmm. you know Um, Because I think that sometimes people think like, oh my God, I can't believe you yelled at your grandma like that. I'm like, well, yeah, because it's, that's like my mom. Like you, you yell at your mom all the time. So, or, well, some people do. do. Um, And then recently I, so one of my cousins, um, they didn't finish high school. Like they didn't graduate, but um, a year later, I think they finished like, you know, they got their GED. And so um, my two aunts, one Sharon, Eileen, were kind of making fun of her uh, when we had our, her big um, like graduation party. And so I basically, they gave their speeches and they were kind of like very passive aggressive. 
And I basically gave my speech and I was like, you know, I will always stick up for you. And um, I don't really care because, you know, you did what you had to do and I'm very proud of you. And do not listen to these bitches because, you, you know, I'm the that? oldest. Yeah. I was like, do not listen to these fucking bitches because you know that I'm the oldest grandchild and I will always yell up, yell and scream and fight for you guys. So, like, do not let these bitches fucking get to you. Um, and I said that, like, in front of my grandparents, my grandma, my grandpa was alive at the time, my two aunts, like, my uncle, my dad, all the grandchildren. Were they shook it? Um, yeah, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> because, because I don't think it's right to make fun of someone. No. Or- poke fun of someone i hated so. that growing up like my dad would poke fun of me and like even now like if i have a pimple on my face he's like you got a zit on your face i was like i i know <laughs> he's like damn pizza face yeah, literally and i was like <laughs> you don't and my mom was like leave them alone and like i think <laughs> yeah. parents and like i don't know i don't know what it is about that generation but like poking fun all the time but i'm like yeah it just gets old and it's like it's so easy to like pick on somebody for shit like that where it's like at least be original (laughs) yeah (laughs) no so i like to be i like to be very bold because i know that the younger kids because i'm the oldest are not going to be bold for themselves Mm -hmm. and so i feel like if someone's going to do it's going to be me and because i've been doing it i'm going to keep doing it um yeah i'm trying to think of another example but that's pretty much um i have oh oh, oh, uh, yeah like the other like for christmas um Ethan was like, hey, can you guys, like, not make fun of Alicia or his girlfriend? Um, and can you guys, like, try and be nice to her? Damn. And they were like, oh, we're just playing games. It's like, And I was like, li- I-, I think I said, like, you guys need to fucking listen up to Ethan. Like, if he says that you're going to make fun of Alicia and you guys are making fun of Alicia, then don't fucking do that. You can't just dismiss his feelings. Yeah. You have to be nicer to Alicia. And this is me sticking up for a girl that I, I barely know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like barely know her because it's, it's my brother's girlfriend. But it's still about like the feeling of like respect and respecting someone else and respecting my brother's uh, wishes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think one time, what did I say? I Ethan said one time that he was talking to my mom and he was like, "Damn, like Kelly can be mean." Oh, because I remember. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I'm so mean sometimes, but I feel like sometimes you really have to be mean. Um, cause some one time Ethan wanted a new car and he was like having my dad like sign for it. And my Eileen was like, You can't get a new car, like da 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 da. And I basically sometimes I like hold my tongue and Rarely. sometimes it's just too much. <laughs> Yeah, so I basically came downstairs and I was like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Eileen, you're the fucking worst in the fucking family. Jesus. Shut the fuck up. And, and I like came downstairs and I holded her by like the uh, shoulders and I shook her. And Calvin. I was like, shut the fuck up. No one fucking likes you. <laughs> Stop picking on Ethan. And I swear to God, you're going to fucking hell. Calvin. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah, okay. And then one time, <laughs> sorry, one time it's Eileen came funny, over. It's like, 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 like the golf. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, it's not funny because, like, sometimes people really need to get, like, shook and I can't up like wait that. to like, hear what people have to say about this episode after it comes out. <laughs> no, because, okay, like, I know that it sounds mean, but, like, someone has to stick up for these kids because, like, 
they're not going to say anything. You know what I mean? Because Ethan will, like, Ethan and Boo Boo and all my little cousins they're will just take timid. it. They're very timid. They're not. Yeah. They'll just fucking take it. And my my aunt from uh, my auntie Kristen in mm-hmm. Fresno, uh, she was like, I heard that everyone's scared of Coffin. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, true. Do you want to be afraid too, bitch? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, but you, you're your next, bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, and and I know it sounds mean, but like, I, okay, I don't care if you're my mom, my dad, I don't care if you're my grandparents, I don't care if you're like, the CEO of fucking Apple, like, if I know something's wrong, wrong, and I feel like something's wrong, I will say it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why, and that's why, if a racist comes to me, bitch, I'm ready to go off. I'm ready to fucking snap No, that's next. fair. And I think that that's something so our generation is like, I, it's hard for me. Sometimes I feel the same way, but at the same time, like, I got into the conversation about this today. Um, and I'll make this quick because I know we're kind of getting close time to time. But um, I know that loyalty is something that people are always like, well, you have to be this and you should treat people because they've been there for you. And I'm like, okay, but like, once you stop being there, like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> to me and like once you be start yeah. being disrespectful why do i need to be respectful if you can't understand like that's what we're doing so i i get that like it it makes sense yeah well like it's just like be respectful and if you're i'm like the watchdog i feel like if someone's not being respectful then i have to say something because for some reason my family just loves to like sweep it under the rug and i'm trying to break that mm-hmm. cycle so if it means that I have to scream at you, then I'm going to scream He's gonna at you. He's going to shake you until you fucking and shut the fuck up. I'm going to fucking <laughs> shake you, yeah. Um, but I think that it does make my relationship better with them, in a way. You'll confront them about now things. They, yeah, I'll confront them and they know that, like, oh, either I shouldn't say that or I should just be more truthful. I don't know how to say it. But, um... But no, what I was going to end on is like, yeah, like you're still family, but that doesn't mean you that like, pass. I'm just going to, I'm just going to like accept your toxic traits and stuff. Sometimes and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like fucking screaming at them all the time. It's just sometimes when you catch Calvin in so, the right mood. Yeah. No, I get that. It's like one of those things yeah. like <laughs> cycles are only going to continue if you let them continue. Like if you let people continue to get away with things, because like there are times where my dad will make comments or like play fight and I'm like, don't hit me like don't touch me like it's not funny to me and he'd be like wow you're sensitive it's like no it's just not funny like I don't understand what you're doing he'd be like oh okay and like things like that where it's like you have to be able to call people out on certain things because otherwise it's just gonna yeah. keep happening like yeah you have to call them out even if they're your parents you guys right because it's like especially like you're an adult now and not that I mean obviously you're still their child but it's like you're an adult and you're oh you're entitled to have your own opinions like how how counterproductive would it be to be like I grew up I think exactly what my parents think and I do exactly what my parents did it's like that sounds boring as fuck yeah that sounds lame but as shit anyways <laughs> that's that on that anyways work okay we have to FaceTime our friend now let's see if okay, he okay well thanks guys thanks for hanging out thanks guys we should do uh, another episode on parents I guess yeah what I think the one? relationship episodes are fun like not just like romantic but like all relationships and aspects of life, you know? Yeah. Was this a serious one or was it a fun one? Kind of both. Like both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay thanks, work. guys. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bad bitch.